Hello and welcome to Kyrinos Finsight, the podcast that explores some of the most pressing topics for financial services. Insights that help you navigate today and anticipate tomorrow. Hello and welcome to a mini Finsights podcast where we dig into the implications of breaking news in financial services. With a further reduction in inflation, the FOMC decided to pause and hold the target Fed funds rate the same five to five and a quarter. Here today to discuss the implications for the banking industry is Adam Stockton, who's head of retail deposits, benchmarking and strategy here at Curanos. Adam, let's dive right in. The pause and the increase in the rate, where does that leave the bank? It leaves the banks in an interesting spot record. The Fed at this point has, in at least my read, more uncertainty and frankly a little bit of disagreement on on where it's going from here there seems to be at least in the projections a pretty consistent view of two more increases over the the remainder of this year although some uncertainty on exactly when they'll come but as you get a little deeper and dig into some of the statements i think there's a lot more question on are further increases going to be necessary? How long do we hold? And then there's still a broad expectation of rate decreases next year. Uh, So when do those come? How aggressive are they going to be? Are questions that remain really unanswered? So I I think my first answer to that question is it leaves banks in a little bit more of an uncertain spot than where they've been recently in terms of up through the the end of last year, certainly, all right, rate increase and more projected for the future. So we know kind of where the market's going. The Fed and the markets kind of pretty consistently underestimated uh, how many increases there would be in the future. But at least we knew the direction. And even that is a little less certain today than it was before. Yeah. So a pause, normally you would think that that is is good, creates stability, but you're actually saying it creates uncertainty because we don't know where we're going next, given that there was also a statement around potential future raising again, right? We aren't over the hump yet. Exactly as you said, you you would think that a pause would be a breather. But from the from a perspective of, of forecasting, from a perspective of planning actions, it's a lot more helpful to know w- at least what direction we're going in the future. Even if the magnitude is uncertain, all right, we're going up or we're going down means that you can take actions today and have some degree of of certainty in terms of what the environment looks like down the road. Today, do I how heavy do I want to be going into CDs if the market goes up again, then I'm in a really good spot locking money into into CDs today. If the market drops, I mean, and, and there was one uh, uh, FOMC member who anticipated a drop to under 4% by the end of next year. Now, that's the outlier, to be clear, but that's a really significant pace of decreases where you might say the actions I'd want to take in that scenario are totally different than than what I'd want to take if, if, we, if we increase and, and hold. That's from the bank's perspective. How does the pause impact banking consumers? I think that the impact on consumers is likely to be a lot less significant than the impact on on banks. Uh, The good news for consumers is that with rates holding, rates really aren't going to go 
down in the near term. And so if you have a good rate on your savings account that you're happy with, the likelihood that it's going to go down is is pretty low. If you've been thinking about putting money into a CD, those CD rates are probably still going to be there. The stability from a customer perspective is is more than the, the bank perspective. And that's looking at it from sort of a deposit point of view. Maybe for the people that have loans, variable loans, maybe this pause is a little bit of a breather. Maybe that's the only the only part where there is a breather. Yeah, that, that, that's a good point. I mean, but again, I don't know that it changes a whole lot from the perspective of uh, the lending side, right? If you if you're looking at buying a house and hoping you can get a better mortgage rate, or if you have a variable rate loan, then a, a pause doesn't really do much for you either way. I think it's uh, you, you were hoping for a decrease. And again, a, a pause is likely to mean that, all right, probably aren't going to increase your rates more in the near term, but they may not decrease them. And, and that's probably, frankly, less likely at this point too. stability. And, you know, maybe you don't have to think about it as much from the, the consumer perspective. You know, and not bad news, which uh, from the lending perspective is is different than where we've been, certainly for the for the last year or so. But I don't know that it's necessarily good news either. During the press conference, we heard uh, Chair Powell talk about a skip and then basically rolled that back and sort of said, no, no, I can't say skip because we'll make the next decision at the next meeting. Where, where do you think this is going to go with the friction also between their goals of getting to 2% inflation? And, and then the uncertainty about what the next meeting is going to bring. How, how do you think that's going to play out? The Fed has been really pretty consistent from where I sit in terms of the most important objective is getting inflation down towards that long-term 2% target. And there will continue to be moves until we are confident that that is the trajectory that we're on has been of all of the messages the Fed has sent the most consistent one. There are lots of different measures of inflation is one of the challenges. And and seemingly each week, there's one or two different ones that come out that point us in a slightly different direction in terms of is inflation coming down? Is it holding steady? Is this good news or bad news? And so, you know, my, my read is the, the Fed has to buy themselves the wiggle room. They've been much more diligent in this cycle compared to some prior cycles about sticking to the expectations that they're setting. There's been a lot less guesswork this time around, at least as we get closer to the meetings. And so I read that mostly as the Fed not wanting to get in the position of saying, yeah, we're definitely increasing next time. Well, what if things get better? The markets have already priced that in. They they need to give themselves some of the some of the leeway. But I think they were pretty clear on their belief that it's going to take a little more rate increase to get the the pace of inflation slowing to to where they wanted to. So in summary, the pause basically only creates more uncertainty for for everyone involved. So we're gonna basically stay tuned until the next meeting? Is that is that the summary of everything? It is. And, you know, look, from a, a bank perspective, there's going to continue to be challenges. Maybe the, the one other piece that we, we didn't talk about 
earlier is NIM traditionally contracts industry-wide in a plateau environment because loan rates have, have already moved up to the extent that they can. But deposit costs continue to creep up. There's money that continues to rotate from from checking that in, in most cases earns no interest and low rate savings into, into higher rates, particularly CDs. Uh, renewing CDs come in at higher rates. So somebody might have had back a, a year ago when the prediction was, hey, maybe the Fed will make it up to two and a half or three uh, percent by the end of 22 they might have locked in a, a 2% CD saying, hey, this is a great rate. I've been earning nothing on my deposits until now. Two and a half seems awesome. That customer coming up for renewal may get 5% on their CD now. And so there's there's a lot of pressure on, on deposit costs, even as loan yields um, don't increase as much. And so a changing environment tends to give banks more flexibility from a, a pricing and, and NIM perspective. There's both uncertainty as well as increased cost pressures, particularly from a, a NIM perspective. That's a great addition. Thank you very much, Adam, for your insights as always. Thank you to our Kuranos Finsights team, editing and production by our senior designer, Adrian Cohen, project management by our marketing communications manager, Megan Brissett. Music is by Vision Studios. I'm your host, Rutger Van Fossen. You can find more insights at kuranos.com. Please subscribe and like wherever you listen to podcasts.